with Chilkat Weaver and artist Lily Hope, who is a mentor in the new Chilkat Indian Association's Traditional Arts Apprenticeship Program. And a Juno newspaper advocates for people experiencing homelessness. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Corinne Smith. Those stories are up next. A year-long Clinkett Arts initiative through the Chilkoot Indian Association pairs mentors with apprentices to develop their craft and strengthen traditional and cultural knowledge. KHNS spoke with one mentor, Chilkat Weaver and teacher, Lily Hope, who is passionate about elevating ceremonial textiles to fine art. Lily Hope is based in Juneau with ties to the Chilkat Valley. <laughs> My Clinket name is Wishkindanda Ott. I'm Raven Duckdainton from the Snail House. Um, my English name is Lily Hope. Hope is a Chilkat and Raven's Tail weaver, teacher, and fine artist. She's the daughter of the late Chilkat weaver and multimedia artist Clarissa Rizal and learned by her side from a young age. She was a Chilkat weaver since I can remember, 1986, 1985 and um, had a pretty good career, she did. And I'm the middle child, so anytime she said, can you help me do this thing, stir this dye pot, wind this ball, um, spin some merino wool and cedar bark together, you want to go harvest cedar bark, all the things that she asked me, I always said yes, because it was the time that I could spend with her. Hope says she trained to be a professional actor, but in 2010, she and her mother taught a weaving workshop together. She says that's when she was hooked. There's no other textile in the world where you can weave a perfect circle, and the creative chaos that you get to organize in Chilkat weaving is unlike any other thing I've done in my life. Her mother, Clarissa Rizal, was also a student of the renowned master weaver Jenny Hlanat of the Chilkat Valley. Hope calls it a creative convergence with artistry and heritage in making a ceremonial textile. I've never experienced anything like it. It feels like meditation and creative expression and ancestral lineage, like all woven together. <laughs> so, um, so I've been a Chilkat Weaver full-time pretty much for at least a decade. Now it's 12 years, um, weaving and teaching and teaching and weaving. She says she's honored to be part of the Chilku Indian Association's mentorship program and being part of fostering traditional arts of the Chilkat Valley. It feels like full circle from my mother's lineage, learning from a Haynes weaver, Jenny Klanat. I'm aware that I'm young to be a mentor weaver, but that I'm also carrying this lineage from Jenny and Clarissa. And I'm always looking for the next uh, weaver teacher who will fill my shoes when I step into the spirit realm. She'll be mentoring Haynes resident Karen Taug in Chilkat Weaving, working on craft and technique to complete a child's Chilkat robe. They met at Hope's studio in Juneau earlier this month. So she's been spinning warp um, and then dyeing yarns. And the way that it starts is that we sit down together and um, summon the teachers from the other side. And we say, Jenny, Clarissa, we're gathering here in your name. Uh, we're here to start a Chilkat dancing blanket, uh, petite size, you know, like a child size. Probably her grandson will get to dance it in the next few months. Uh, when it's done at the end of the year. And uh, here we are. We're going to put in the first few rows of weaving and uh, fly. 
Hope and the other mentors and apprentices will be documenting and sharing their process in blog posts, and at the end of the program, artworks will be showcased in a public exhibit. We'll hear more from the artist mentors and apprentices in the coming weeks, so stay tuned. And the Chilkoot Indian Association will accept applications for the second cohort, which will begin on October 1st. For requirements and more information, see this story at khns.org. If you shop at Foodland IGA in downtown Juneau, you may have seen Brian Buckman handing out a newspaper outside the store called The Homeless Changed. He started the newspaper back in March 2020. Last week was the two-year anniversary of the paper, and it's now on its 11th edition. Stories come from both Buckman and other writers in the community. They give me a writing they'd like to see in the paper, or I transcribe it for them while they explain it because they may have difficulty writing it. They cover things like general morale of the community of people experiencing homelessness and the policies that impact them. One of the stories in the last edition is about ideas for long-term housing for people experiencing homelessness in Juneau. Buckman gives out a black-and-white version of the paper for free, and the color version is a $3 suggested donation. He says he's gotten a lot of support for the paper so far from businesses and customers alike. People are so generous. People give $20 bills uh, for color editions when they're only asked to do a $3 suggested donation. People have given $50 bills for a color edition and sometimes even over these two years, higher amounts. The newspaper is also available online through the crowdsourced funding platform Patreon. Search for The Homeless Changed. That was reported by Lindsay Brolini with KTOO. For KHNS, I'm Corinne Smith. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read news stories on our website at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts.